From WDBM East Lansing, this is The Undercurrent, a weekly radio show that brings you audio narratives produced by students at Michigan State University. There are many different housing options available for students here at Michigan State University. Today on The Undercurrent, we are doing a deep dive into the four most common housing options available. The dorm, apartment, fraternity or sorority house, and the co-op house. We will be looking at the pros and cons of each option, including the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you might get an idea of what housing option could be best for you. We will start with the ever-so-dreaded dorm housing option. Living in a dorm is a rite of passage for your freshman year of college, and today, we will be talking to someone who knows that all too well, freshman and Hubbard Hall resident, Lena Davis. Hello, Lena. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's my pleasure. <laughs> Can you start off by telling us a little bit about what your experience has been like so far living in the dorms here? Um, so it's definitely been interesting. Um, I've So first semester, my roommate and I, we texted all summer about how we were going to live and everything like the room cleaning planning everything what we're gonna bring all this and so as soon as we got to Michigan State like everything was completely different and um, we didn't like really completely get along so it was definitely a rocky start but it's definitely better now I'm glad to hear that, that it's better now, but dorm living often comes with negative connotations and stereotypes, especially when you live in East Neighborhood. (laughs) Do you feel that your dorm experience has defied or justified those stereotypes? I think it's definitely justified. Everyone talks badly about East Neighborhood, of course, but like it's honestly not too bad. I enjoy it. There is always something going on, but it definitely has its downs, too. So what have you found are some pros and some cons of living in the dorm? So I think definitely a pro is that, like, you can meet people that are very similar to you, especially in East Neighborhood. There's mainly freshmen, so, like, you can find people that are just like you and even people that are, like, so much different than you. So, yeah, there's always people to talk to. And what advice would you give to a student who's going to be living in a dorm for the first time? I would definitely say to go in with an open mind because what you might have planned just might not work out for you. Yeah, and you talked a little bit about maybe some conflict between yourself and your roommate before. How have you been able to handle that conflict? Because for many students, living in a dorm is the first time you're going to be living with a roommate and it's not always something we're used to handling. So with me and my roommate, we just like had to like talk it out and like when we had an issue with like our sweet mates or something like we would just like write each other sticky notes through the bathroom so that was definitely a easy way to non-confrontationally talk among each other <laughs> what changes if any would you would you make to make your dorm experience better um i don't know if i would make any changes really i would just go in more with an open mind. For sure, I'd follow my own advice. I had a clear plan. I thought me and my roommate would be like 
two peas in a pod and it just didn't go out that way. So definitely go in with a more open mind. Will you be living in a dorm again for your next year here at MSU? I will be living in a dorm again. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm definitely nervous because I'm not going in with the same roommate. So I'll, I think I'm going in random. But next year I am going to like apply to be in North Neighborhood. So community bathroom. And that's a little more scary than sweet. <laughs> Do you have any best kind of dorm memories or been able to make friends easily in your dorm so far living in Hubbard? Um, well, I mean, we do have like a big group chat, like of everyone that lives in our building and everything. And we have like a group me for our floor. But I mean, I haven't really like met too many people, but yeah. Yeah, that's funny because they say dorms are such a great place to like meet new people and make friends. But I live in a dorm, too, and I haven't found that to always be the case because it's nerve-wracking, too, going up to people you don't yeah. know. But you kind of have to do that when you're a freshman in college. All right. Well, thanks, Lena, for discussing dorm living with us, and good luck with the rest of your semester. Thank you. Next, let's discuss the apartment housing option. A lot of the time for students, an apartment is the next step to graduate from a dorm. Today, we will be talking to a student who's lived in an East Lansing apartment all three of his years at MSU, Cameron Merrill. Hello, Cam. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. First of all, you're kind of in a unique situation living in an apartment for your whole career here at MSU. Can you explain how that came about? Also, do you feel that you've missed out on the dorm experience or are you glad to have skipped that step? Yeah, well, uh, 2020 was my freshman year. So that was, you know, COVID. And um, I, my first semester I was at home because, you know, we didn't even come to campus. So my second semester, um, we got excused actually to living in the dorms. So if you wanted to stay on an off-campus apartment or, you know, um, even live at home, you had the opportunity to, to do that. Um, and as far as missing out on the dorm experience, um, I think I probably could have met more people a lot faster living in the dorms, but I don't necessarily think I missed out on the experience because I do enjoy, you know, my own time and my own space. So, I mean, whatever way you look at it, I feel like you can either say you did or you didn't. It's just the type of person you are. What have you found are some pros and some cons of apartment living? Um, pros... Definitely, like I said, having my own space, not having to share like a bathroom or, you know, even a room with someone. Um, and I get there's a lot of stuff that we can do at the apartments. They offer a lot of things that I feel like dorms can't. So like my apartment has a hot tub and um, a pool and things like that. So some things you just can't get at a dorm that you can at an apartment. How many roommates do you have, and how have you been able to handle any possible roommate conflict? Um, so my freshman year, I had three roommates. Um, that was probably the roughest year I had because I went in not knowing any of them. And there was one in particular that we didn't really get along. But at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're adults, and we just kind of went our own ways, and we didn't we didn't start any unnecessary conflict. So um, I think the best way to deal with that kind of stuff is just 
I mean, mind your own business, to say it bluntly. What changes, if any, would you make to make your apartment living experience better? Um, in the in the apartment that I'm in now, which is the lodges of East Lansing, I would definitely say the only thing that I would change is the location. Um, although we do have a bus that takes us to kind of the middle of campus, it's only one route, so if you have one, you know, far away, you kind of got to walk. But, I mean, other than that, I think it's kind of the perfect place to be if you don't want to stay in a dorm and it's I mean there's just a lot of things to do. What factors helped you decide which apartment was best for you? Um I would say definitely the price range because as a college student, you know, you got to keep that in mind and you got to be realistic with yourself, so some of the nicer places like, you know, the hub or anywhere realistically on Grand River is going to be kind of out of the range. So me and my roommates looked at pricing and then distance away because my freshman year even I was like two miles, maybe a mile and a half away from campus. So it was, um, that wasn't very fun because we never really had a way to get over there, but definitely location and price range were the biggest two factors. And I know you touched on this a little bit with, like, the hot tub that they have, but what are some other services available from your apartment building that you have access to? Yeah, so if you're a resident at the lodges, you get um, a free parking pass, so you can park anywhere in the in the vicinity. There's, like, two sides to it, so it's a pretty big complex. They have, like I said, the hot tub, the pool, which are open. Um, the hot tub is all year round, and then the pool, obviously, open in the warmer months. They have a gym that is located right by the pool in case you're into working out and stuff like that. And as also I mentioned, they have the bus transportation, which is very, um, it's very convenient if you don't want to walk or even bike in the colder months. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks, Cam, for discussing apartment living with us and good luck with the rest of your semester. Thanks for having me. Since we are discussing housing options, let's acknowledge the housing requirements MSU has in place for students. MSU has a two-year live-on requirement, meaning that students are required to live on campus for the first four semesters they are enrolled, excluding summer terms. There are a number of predetermined exceptions to this housing requirement, applying to students who are married, over 20, or veterans. For more information and the whole list of housing exceptions, visit liveon.msu.edu. Next, let's discuss what may be the lesser-known housing option, cooperative housing. Cooperative housing options are unique because these houses are self-governed by the residents themselves with a people-centered approach. The MSU Student Housing Cooperative has 14 houses to choose from. I have joining us today Matthew Clark, a resident of the Phoenix House Co-op. Thanks for joining us today, Matthew. Thank you for having me. So, first of all, can you tell us how you came to find Phoenix House and how long you've been living there? I have been living at Phoenix House since August of 2021, and finding Phoenix House was actually kind of difficult. I was exposed to it through a friend. He didn't tell me much about it moving into it, just told me it was a good idea, and I followed him through with it. What have you found are some pros and some cons of living in a co-op house? Pros definitely would be the friendships that have been made so far. Uh, getting to know people, sharing a space, and 
being able to dictate how the house runs together and finding ways that it works and doesn't work. Uh, cons is when it doesn't work. <laughs> it's kind of difficult in getting everyone on the same page if there's an issue going on um, in terms of resolving that issue. And also, you don't get to pick who's going to live with you. So it's just a matter of adapting and picking and choosing your friendships as they come along. Can you share with us some of your favorite moments or memories while living at Phoenix House? I'd yeah, I'd say favorite memories is when everyone seems to be engaged. It, I can't really narrow it down to just one specific memory, but just the overall times when everyone seems to be interacting or working with one another. What type of students do you think would be the best fit to live in a co-op house? Understandable and adaptable students. Um, not too caught up in how other people work, but willing to understand and work with them rather than that. Absolutely. And I know that Phoenix House is a huge house with 29 residents. So how have you been able to navigate any conflict with housemates? Because I'm sure when there's that many, conflict is bound to arise. Right. Yeah. With that many people, it's inevitable that something could go wrong or that someone's going to have an issue. Um, we try to solve that out kind of at the base root of it with other members of the house that might be trained more so in handling areas of conflict, handling issues with others, because you don't really want that kind of drama lingering throughout the house or lingering within yourself even. You want to be able to either talk with the person that's caused it or with someone that can help you resolve it on your own. I've noticed that Phoenix has so many cool structures and like art on the walls and things of that nature. But what's your favorite kind of feature of Phoenix that makes it unique? It's that within itself. It's being able to express yourself openly and outwardly, whether it's a piece of art that you want to create inside the house that will stay with the house or just expressing yourself with others it's not just one thing i think it's everything collectively what changes if any would you make to make your experience living in the house better i'd say the information that's being shared with people that are attempting to move in and so everyone's fully informed of what's going to or what could happen or what is going on into the house that they're going to be involving themselves with because it's hard to see almost the shock in new members' faces or just detachment from the situation in general or entirely because they didn't really know what they were getting themselves into. So what is that process like um, for a new housemate to join? The housemate will kind of apply themselves to whichever house that it is that they're looking to live at and all the current members will look th you'll submit a bio and just a short little s summary of who it is that you present yourself as and all the current housemates will get a better idea of who's going to be moving in and so you'll be more accept and like the accepting process and understanding process of joining the house and the new members is a bit easier on everyone. Yeah, and thank you, Matthew, for discussing cooperative housing with us, and good luck with the rest of your semester. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if you're interested in looking at the cooperative housing options here at MSU, go to www.spartan.coop. Now let's discuss our final housing option, a fraternity or sorority house. Living in one of these houses is a unique experience a student can have as a member of a Greek organization. Today we will be talking to Abby Raymond, who lives in the Gamma Phi Beta sorority house. Hi Abby, it's great to have you here. Hi Claire, thanks for having me. Can you just start off by telling us a little bit about what your experience has been like so far living in the Gamma Phi Beta house at MSU, as well as please share how long you have lived in the house. Yes, of course. So I have lived in the Gamma Phi house for two years now. Um, Both of these years were very different for me. For my first year in the house, it was the first year back from COVID. So there was a lot of changes that wouldn't normally apply to the house. And the second year, um, I had a lot of more free reign with it because there wasn't as many restrictions. But since I am older in the sorority and higher up and have already lived in the house, I got some special privileges, which was pretty nice. So my first year, I lived with a roommate and it's set up very similar to the dorms in how you have a roommate in one room. We have community style bathrooms. We have a chef who cooks all of our meals for us, and we eat them all in the dining room, which is kind of like the dorm cafeterias. The second year, however, I got to pick my room first, which means that I ended up getting a single. So I don't have any roommates this year, but I'm still in the house of 55 girls, which is a lot, but it's really fun. I have loved living in the house. I think it has brought me so many new friends that I never would have met otherwise. Even if we are in the same sorority together, there is nothing like being able to see somebody at 7 a.m. as we're running to get breakfast and get to our classes and being able to see them right before chapter and knowing everything about their life and like what they do to even just studying in the same room together which is really fun. Yeah, awesome. So can you tell me some pros and cons of living in a sorority house? Of course. So one of the biggest pros, in my opinion, is getting to be with like-minded people. The way that sororities work out is that you kind of end up with other people who are similar to yourself and have similar values. So it's nice that you already have a group of people that you already know because you aren't living in the house when you first join, but you get to know them even better when you all move in together and you find even more similarities that become like the foundation of so many friendships. I would say one of the biggest cons, in my opinion, is the limited parking that we have. We only have 22 guest spots or 22 spots for all of us. And we have, I think, three guest spots. So it is kind of a fight to get a parking spot. Another one of the pros of living in is the location for the Gamma Phi house, at least. I know that a lot of the other sororities are different places on campus, but the Gamma Phi Beta house is right on Michigan Ave. It's right across the street from North Campus, which is really nice. And it's very walkable to everything on downtown Grand River and Abbott, which I really appreciate. So what would you tell someone who is preparing to live in a sorority house for the first time? I think that the biggest piece of advice that I would give somebody is to talk to the members who were just living in. 
They have the most recent experience and can give you the most tips and tricks on what to bring, what not to bring, what girls are leaving um, at the house already. So I know for us at least, we always leave a ton of bed risers. So we make sure to tell the incoming class that's going to take over the house, don't buy any bed risers because we have a ton of them that are all left over. Another really big part that I would say to uh, asking the older girls is they can tell you what they wish they had done. So move-in day is just as stressful as it is your freshman year. So they might have some tips and tricks for you. Like I know personally, a lot of girls will store stuff at the house before we move out the year before. So that makes it a little bit easier in facilitating move-in, especially when there's 55 of us coming in and out. Another piece of advice would just be get to know your roommate and get to know the other people on your floor ahead of time so you can talk about what kind of decorations you want and how the layout is going to look. Because when we all move in in August, it's very hot. The days are very long and everybody gets really stressed and emotional. So it's not the best time to try and figure out exactly how your room is going to be laid out because by the time we get recruitment into full swing, nobody is going to be rearranging their bedrooms. So you said about 55 girls can live in the Gamify house. So how does the house handle conflict? Because with that many girls, I'm sure it's bound to arise. Yes, of course. There are always conflicts, especially when you're bringing that many people together. The biggest thing that we do is we have a very open line of communication with each other and with our house mom as well. Our house mom, Elizabeth, is one of the kindest people I know, and she is always there for us to talk. And she is a very good resource when it comes to advice, which I really appreciate. So she is always willing to listen to you talk about whatever issues you're having and then give advice and potentially schedule a sit down with whoever else if they also live in the house that you're having any issues with. I think one of the biggest ways, though, that we prevent issues from happening is by giving each other space. We always understand that, like, sometimes it's not the issue. The issue isn't always exactly what's in front of your face. Sometimes it's people need more space or they were hungry or there's some other external factor that is making them so upset over something. So we try to be very understanding and communicate our needs and give each other a little bit of grace to explain, I'm sorry, I was actually upset about this and I took it out on you. Can you share with us your favorite memories from living in the house? Yes. So I think some of my favorite memories are getting ready for football games, specifically the football game last fall during the 2021 fall season for the U of M game was amazing. The house was up at, I want to say, 5 a.m. that morning. And it was during Halloween weekend as well. So everybody had been out late the night before, but we all got up at 5 a.m. Everybody had their speakers on and were blasting music and we were all running around getting ready together. Everybody was sharing hair clips and pieces of clothing and giving each other stickers to put on. And it was so much fun to see everybody so excited, even though it was so early in the morning, because we all just love football games and we all love tailgating and all of that kind of camaraderie that comes with getting ready together, as many girls know. 
that kind of um, the friends that you make in the girls' bathroom vibe is exactly what we had going, and I absolutely loved it. Another one of my favorite memories is always being having like family dinners together was another really big thing for me this year and last year because this year I'm living in a house with a ton of girls that are not in the same pledge class as me. So I'm older than all of these girls for the most part. So I haven't gotten to know them as well, but we have family dinners every night and it's a great way to stay caught up on each other's lives and ask about our days, get to know each other meet new people that you haven't interacted with a ton and just kind of like hang out and see each other every single day, which is really nice. And what changes, if any, would you make to your experience living in the house better? I think that one of the biggest changes that I would make is our guest policy. So to bring a guest into the Gamma Phi Beta house, you have to fill out a form and request that they can stay there. So that's kind of hard logistically to think of and plan out ahead of time all the time, like every single time you want somebody to come and stay. But honestly, it's worth it because if they do that, then they get their own bedroom and then they also can have the meals that our chef cooks for us and they'll have a parking spot. So that's kind of nice. But having to think about that every time somebody comes to town is pretty hard. I would also change that we have more parking spots because the parking is a really big issue for all of us. I also wish that our house was a little bit more handicap accessible. Um, We do not have an elevator in our three-story house, and there have definitely been some issues with that, especially when sisters will have surgery or family members come over who have mobility issues So I really wish that it was a lot more accessible to everybody. Thank you, Abby, for discussing living in a sorority house with us, and good luck with the rest of your semester. Thank you. With many different housing options available for MSU students, I hope this helped you decide what might be the best option for you. We will see you next time on The Undercurrent.